Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Fat Pile Friday. We're coming up on this long weekend kind of celebration thing. If you're listening live, it's the 3rd of September 2021. And the Doobie Brothers. We talked about this, I think, either earlier this week or last week, somewhere. They get mixed together. But the information gets to you through the Chewing the Fat podcast. The Doobie Brothers are on tour and now it is their 51st year, and this is the 50th anniversary because of the COVID postponement. But never mind. That's the Doobie Brothers on their 50th anniversary tour. They're all together. Michael McDonald, the whole everybody's together. The whole band is back, well, except for the next few shows. Uh, they go ahead and postpone the next few shows. So if you had tickets in Clarkston or Burgettstown, and who, I mean, I... <laughs> Burgettstown is going to be pissed. And Toledo, remember we talked about the Toledo show because that was at the zoo, at the uh, zoo amphitheater, and uh, Cincinnati. So if you were supposed to be at those shows, those shows are over. Have a nice day. You're not going, okay? Now, I guess they're going to reschedule them, which means you're not getting your money back, okay? Don't worry about it. Now, they started a show the other night, Michael wasn't there. Michael didn't show up. Now, if you're going to see the Doobie Brothers, and it's their 50th anniversary tour, you want the whole band there, and you really want Michael McDonald there. Now, I know what's-his-face, Simmons. He's, you know, one of the big voices of them, too, but he's not Michael McDonald. So you want Michael there, and he didn't show up. According to Simmons, though, look after a couple of songs i just want you to know michael is not feeling well and so he's not going to be here tonight sorry have a nice day uh but uh, somebody around here is sick <coughs> michael is that you you okay so apparently someone and we we don't know who just we know that someone in the whole band thing the opening band the doobie brothers band the whole touring personnel someone has covid (laughs) now sure michael is you know isolating and he didn't show up and we were told that he didn't feel well but it has not been announced that it was the one that Michael is actually. <laughs> we just know that he's not feeling well and he's been vaccinated. So back off. All right. I don't want to hear about that. And uh, so we'll try. We'll try to get back. If you had tickets to see the Doobie Brothers, these next four sh- shows specifically, it was Toledo too, right? It was. Uh... Yeah, that yeah, was Toledo uh, at the Toledo Zoo amphitheater i'm sure it's a beautiful place to see a show 
But when you think of Toledo, I guess you have to think of the Toledo Zoo Amphitheater. What else have you got to think about? I was thinking that maybe you think about Cedar Point, the theme park. That really isn't in Toledo. You just kind of got to drive through Toledo to get to Cedar Point. So I guess the Zoo Amphitheater is all you got. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I guess that if you were going to go see the Doobie Brothers and they're postponed and you're hoping to get your money back, you're not going to get your money back because it was postponed. So, you know, they'll reschedule and you'll be able to see them and maybe, maybe they'll all show up. If not, you're not getting your money back and we're putting we're going to sing a couple of songs and you're going to zip it. All right. We don't want to hear it. You saw the show. But there was a festival in Texas this past weekend. And people are asking for their money back. Now, the event happened, but just really not as advertised. Apparently, there was a beach festival on South Padre Island, which is beautiful, I'm told, especially this time of year. But I guess it was a little disorganized. And they're claiming, and if you, you know, I don't know if you went to this event or not. If you did, I would uh, love to talk to you because I'd like to know exactly what happened. So you can, you know, obviously email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com or you can, you know, go ahead and call the fat line at uh, 214-735-9356. Didn't think I knew it, did you? I know. I had to look it up real fast. I can't remember the fat line off the top of my head. 214-735-9356. So if you went to the South Padre Island show this past weekend... I would love to hear from you. So it was the Seoul Beach Festival, or Sol, S-O-L, whatever, I, you know, how, where, however they pronounced it. Call me, let me know <laughs> how the show was, was pronounced. Because concert uh, was supposed to have Puerto Rican rapper Mike Towers. I mean, when you think of a concert on South Padre Island, on a Saturday, you think of Puerto Rican rapper Mike Towers. Man, that rolls right off your tongue. Apparently, the show didn't actually happen. Um, they didn't have enough generators, and so there was no power, so we just didn't put on a show. Eh, eh sorry. Don't worry about it. It was scheduled to start at 8. They were VIP sections, bars, and food trucks. Yeah, it's uh, it's not going to happen. You guys go ahead. You can go ahead and buy your little steak sandwich if you want over there from the food truck. But there's no power. <laughs> uh, there's not going to be a, a show. So I guess there was a, a DJ there. He was promising, no, 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 no. Power is going gonna, gonna to be restored. It's going to be, power is going to be restored. Don't worry about it. All fans here, there's going to come to the festival. Mike is in the back practicing, warming up. We're going to get you back to the show real soon few hours later yeah go ahead and it's over you guys can leave we're not gonna come back the show's not gonna happen thanks for coming though i appreciate it oh well, what about uh those of us that paid you know like extra money and stuff for the vip area and everything yeah thanks for coming we appreciate it go ahead and hit the road okay don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out i don't know if that's a quote but that's what they thought they heard i'll tell you that so now all these people are you know asking there for their money back and I don't necessarily blame them. 
But the show promote you know the promoter is going to say, oh, hey, read the back of your tickets, bruh. I'm sure of it. If he's, well, maybe not. Maybe it was just a, you know, a rip, a little rip ticket, one of the numbered tickets that you get at the Catholic Charities parties for, you know, yeah, just buy a cup, buy a handful of tickets, and we'll, we'll call out the number later. The number one. Ah, nobody got it. Oh, darn, shoot. I wish we, wish you would have gotten it. So maybe they, you know, good luck. But these, this happens all the time. No, it doesn't happen all the time. What happens once in a while, and you always make it seem like it happens all the time, because people want these great big shows, and sometimes it doesn't quite work out as advertised. But you'd think, really, I mean, South Padre Island, they've got to put events on like this frequently, right? So you'd think that the promoter would... You know, maybe know the city and deal with the beach city or whatever and have some kind of thing worked out where maybe they supply an extension cord to the stage so that the microphones work and uh, maybe they supply another extension cord for the lights and uh, maybe they get, you know what, you guys throw in a light switch and we'll just turn it on, okay? We'll put on a show, but no. So if you're looking to get your money back, Good luck, God bless. Okay, it is Fat Pile Friday, so we've got to get to uh, we've got to go down the list. I've had so many stories in the Fat Pile this week that I haven't gotten to, like uh, Apple announcing the first states that will let you keep a digital version of your driver's license on your iPhone. That's kind of cool. I kind of like that idea on the surface. Uh, eight states. Arizona, Connecticut, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Utah will be among the first states to offer the feature. Uh, I mean, okay. I, I, I think we should have a digital version, whether it's on Apple or Android. What do you think? Uh, I know some places, remember we watched that one video of the lady getting arrested did we watch it on this show or Pat's show where the officer w- w- said, well, just show me your ID. And she says, all I have is on my phone. And he was like, that's okay. So even if you don't have, you know, it's not legal, police are letting it go. Because they're like, that's what people have with them all the time. If they've got your I- So I would just snap a picture of your driver's license and your insurance card on your phone. Then you have it with you. No, you have a, can I see a copy of it? Uh, you can look at my phone. Don't be swiping anything, though. Just look at what I show you, and I'll swipe to the next one. You don't need to be touching it. <laughs> this is, what do you think this is, Australia? <laughs> no. I mean, Australia is out of their mind. They're following people now and arresting people left and right. So anyway, you have that look to look forward to uh, from Apple. And we also now know that companies are saying to prospective employees, you don't have to worry about that background check. We need help desperately. So don't worry about it. Just tell me everything's okay and it'll be fine and you can go ahead and work here, all right? Okay, I'm fine. I'm not a criminal. I promise. Okay, come on. Go ahead. Get in here. So I know that we ha- we always have the stories of the places that hired the ex-con and gave him a shot, and he's done wonderful, and he loves it, and it's a good thing. I get it. 
I got it. And that's okay. It's your business. You do with it what you want. I just feel like perhaps we're going to get into a situation where maybe what brought on the background checks to begin with. People were starting to... You didn't look into this guy? You didn't realize that he'd already killed eight people before you let him work at your drive-thru? Oh, he seemed like a good guy. I don't know. He was fine. Oh, okay. So just beware. I know that we've got McDonald's around the country now saying that they're, they're going to hire. We don't care how old you are. How old are you? Five? Get in here. Yeah, would you like a day? Would you like to upsize that? I mean, I think they said 14, not five. I got it. But if you own the McDonald's and your five-year-old says, Daddy, let me make the French fries. Maybe you ought to say no to that. No, baby, you don't need to be by the grease pan, but go ahead and over here. You can make the shakes when the machine is, by the way, what is going on now that the federal government is getting involved? Speaking of McDonald's. So now the federal trade commission is looking into the McDonald's ice cream machines being broken down. Oh, way to be on top of it. Federal trade commission. A YouTuber broke this story. What? 10 years ago. He's got a 30-minute video you can watch that covers it all. It'll explain it to you. I mean, we cover it. I'll tell you what. Send him the... Oh, I got to find the show I did on for Chewing the Fat where I broke down that guy's video. I, it's, it's been done. We don't need the federal government looking into it. We know what's going on, okay? It's incredible. And seriously, the YouTuber broke it down. I mean, he, he, did, a, a seri- he did an investigation that you know the FTC is, could not do as good an investigation as this guy did. He broke it down. He broke down the businesses. McDonald's has got a, a, a deal with the ice cream machine maker company that happens to be located right across the street from the McDonald's corporate headquarters. They've had a deal for years and they make ice cream machines for other companies that do it a little bit differently than the McDonald's machines because the McDonald's has a deal with this company that if something goes wrong, they're the only company that can come in and fix it. I wonder if McDonald's gets a kickback from that company to be the only company. No, that's just silly. What am I thinking of? And there was a guy that created another uh, a thumb drive fix-it for the McDonald's machines that these uh, franchisee owners were buying and using. They even they were at some big franchisee McDonald's uh, conference and he was hawking his wares and they were buying it because it was a fix for the machines that they didn't have to call this company. And then after the conference, McDonald's was like, oh, yeah, no, you can't use that. That uh, that makes all your warranties uh, null and void, and it may not actually work, and it may just explode, and then your whole building would be gone. Wait, it was just fixing my ice cream machine. Yeah, no, you can't use that. You need to call this company. That's the deal. You you can't be a franchisee unless you call this company. So that's the deal. They have to clean it every night, and they, they have to, uh, if something goes wrong, there's no way to cycle through without calling this company, and the repair guys show up. It costs the franchisees thousands of dollars to have the ice cream guy come out. And cycle through and see what's wrong with it. Amazing. We don't need the feds to break this, okay? 
Sorry about that. I just can't believe we have the federal government looking into something that a YouTuber solved years ago. You're so angry, Jeffy. Uh, come on, let's go to McDonald's and buy you a milkshake. Oh, it's broken. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, man. See, speak, and then why doesn't the, why doesn't the federal government look into the ice cream cone machines? There's been a guy that's already built an app for that. You can look at it, just load it on your phone. It'll tell you if the ice cream machine is down at a local McDonald's. We don't need the federal government in everything. I can't. Just, you know what? Let's go. You know, if the McDonald's ice cream shake or just shake machine is down, you can't even get them in the UK. They've stopped serving them. They can't find truck drivers to, to deliver the shakes. Where we are in a doomed place, man. I won't have that in America. I'll take, you know how frustrating it is to go to a McDonald's drive-thru and you just think to yourself, oh, you know what? I, I could use a McDonald's ice cream cone real quick. They're like a buck twenty-five. Not that I know exactly what they cost at the one McDonald's drive-thru, but they're like a buck twenty-five. So you look down in your, your little ashtray and you got like five quarters, you're good. So you're on the way home, so you just do a quick ice cream cone stop at the McDonald's that gives you enough time to eat it by the time you get home so nobody knows you had it. And make sure you put the paper wrap that's around the cone in your pocket and throw it away so nobody knows that you had it. And uh, you pull in and you're ready to do that. And, yeah, like, welcome to McDonald's. May I help you? Yeah, it's like an ice cream cone, please. Just a cone. Uh, We're sorry. The ice cream machine is down. I just want to drive my car into the drive-thru thing. Okay, I gotta stop being so angry. Just go to Chick Fil A and get a shake then. But that's not—that's a lot more than a buck and a quarter. Okay, and the Chick Fil A ice cream, which is good, I'm all for it. I—I'm not opposed to it. There's not a good in-and-out drive-through for a Chick Fil A on my way home. All right, I gotta go out of my way a little bit to get into the Chick Fil A, and it's uh, now the regular cone is more than a dollar twenty-five. And uh, it's just a, it's just it's just not as easy. It's not as easy access as just that zip in and zip out at McDonald's. And so you know it's a little frustrating to sneak your cones when you have to go to Chick Fil A instead of McDonald's. We're not recording any of this, are we? Oh, I got to do the sex toy story. Oh, I, 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 let's go to the break room. I need uh, I need something cold to drink, especially when we're talking about the sex toy story. But something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> Oh, that is so good. I told you I bought the last two cases of the of the black cans, right? It's going to be a sad day. It's going to be a sad day when those go away. So anyway, everybody's been sending me this story about the the MMA fighters. Now they're in Poland, and it's, it's just a show. Can we, can we get over it just a little bit? It's not real, all right? And you can kind of tell when you watch the video – they are, you know, acting, but they're not acting. And uh, so there, you know, there's the pre-weigh-in for this MMA fight, the two females in Poland, and the one female gets her, you know, as soon as they weigh in, she gets, has her manager or her picture buddy or whatever buddy he is to her, hand her this plastic bag, and she pulls out this male sex toy and uh, shoves it into the 
her 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 opponent's face. The opponent grabs it from her and throws it. Now, the reason, how do you know that it's fake? Okay. Yes, you in the back. Well, when the girl, the opponent, took the sex toy, she threw it back at her, but missed her. Exactly. Ding, you go. You graduate the class. Get out of here. Go home. The rest of you sit down and shut up. Exactly. But it's fun to watch, and it's fun to see the girls fight, and it's fun to know that sex toys are being used for something other than, wait, that doesn't really work either. I see where Game of Thrones as they're advertising their big convention coming to Vegas now. Uh, I know, in February, February of 2022. What are the odds of it actually happening in Las Vegas in February? A, I don't know if they're going to have any water. They're going to shut down the entire western part of the U.S. once that dam hits Deadpool. Once you get damn Deadpool, you're not getting got. All right, it's over. Game of Thrones, yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead. Well, the Game of Thrones is going to be uh, happening at the Toledo Zoo Amphitheater. Okay, that's fine. That's good to go. It'd be fun to see, though. There's going to be a lot of Game of Thrones freaks walking around Vegas that week, man. You can out on it. So it'd be, it'd be kind of fun to, to see if you had an opportunity to go. You know what I'm saying? I see where Seinfeld is coming to Netflix. Uh, in October, that's going to be huge. I see the ads already in my timeline. Yes, I'm going to watch some. I got it. I don't think any of them have been cut. I know that we've already removed some of the Office episodes, which you saw coming. I'm sure that uh, Philadelphia, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, is going to have episodes cut if they haven't already. I watched. I mean, I went back and watched the first season really funny but there's a couple episodes for sure in that first season i'm like there's no way these shows last because i mean they are funny but in today's world mike richards loses his hosting job and his executive producer job for calling some girl a booth hoe back in what 2004 and when was it always sunny in South? It was. It isn't always sunny in South Philadelphia. It's just always sunny in Philadelphia, right? Uh, when did that start? Yes, you in the back. Oh, you didn't raise your hand. Okay. All right. No, you don't have to leave. Just come back because you you were probably right because you guessed about the same time. It was like 2005. When, when It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia premiered, and that's about the time Mike Richards was calling some girl a booth hoe on a podcast that was supposed to be funny, but he can't hold a job, but we're going to let these episodes stand? I don't think so. Oh, you know, speaking of episodes, by the way, uh, I was watching Hulu last night, and, well, you know, I mean, you have to watch uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, which, you know, get caught up because the new episode drops on Wednesdays. And then they dropped the new show, Only Murders in the Building, with Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Martin Short, awesome, really funny. Steve Martin, he's pretty good. Seems to have had made a career of himself. Selena Gomez, I can't figure out if she's acting or if she's pretending to no I can't figure out if she's acting 
to be that bad. Because it really is frustrating. Because there's a couple of scenes that I want to believe that she's good. But most of them I'm believing that she's not that good. And Martin Short and Steve Martin are really just dragging her along for the ride, man. And hey, I get it. Anytime you have an opportunity to drag Selena Gomez along for the ride, I'm okay with it. And I'm sure they are as well. But it was, it's okay. It's a nice shot. But I got an idea for Hulu. All right. So Hulu, this is just between you and me now. All right. I'm talking to you. Pull up your chair. All right. And if you if someone at Hulu needs to hear this other than you, uh, call me. You can call the fat line or you can, you know, I say it earlier in the show since I don't have it in front of me right now. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. 214. 735-9356. That's the fat line. You can call and leave a message. I'll get back to you. Or you can just email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Or you know what? You can message me, direct message me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. You can direct message me on Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, or Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. So there's ways you can get a hold of me. All right, so here's the deal. So you're dropping these episodes once a week, and the first week I think you drop two episodes each you know you drop the first two episodes and then an episode after that each week and i know hbo did um with hacks they did i think two episodes every week here's what what you need to do hulu all right and with uh with nine perfect strangers it was one a week or at least you may have dropped the first two at the beginning but i didn't catch it that first week so i'm not positive but i'm all caught up now uh and you're about i think we're five or six in of the eight episode season for nine perfect strangers. And I don't know how many episodes murders is supposed to have. Okay. They say 10 episodes. So we're, I think three in instead of making me wait every week for a new episode, which is frustrating to a lot of people because a lot of people are used to being able to view the series at their leisure from the beginning when they want Okay, because we've become accustomed because some other streaming services, you know, your competition just drops them. There you go. There's the show. And so this is what you need to do. All right. So if you are a Hulu subscriber with commercials, just a low level, if you're a low level Hulu subscriber, you know, you got it free through your phone. Uh, you, you, you have the commercials. You you can, you know what? You can get an episode a week. But if you're, you know, a VIP Hulu subscriber with no commercials, then we should get it all at once. It's just a sales tool. And I think that it would, uh, you know, enhance your subscribership. You're welcome. And one last quick uh, update on television around the world. China has now banned effeminate men on tv so those of you that are so woke and want to be so much like china and think that the united states sucks take a look around how would that go over in america so they want to uh they are well they're trying to you know get a little control over business and society to enforce a little official morality, some national rejuvenation. That's good. 
That's good. A little tighter Communist Party control for Winnie the Pooh and Xi Jinping or whatever the hell his name is, the president of China. I'm sure he appreciates that. Xi Jinping, Mr. President, you, you, baby, it's all you. It's all you. Wow. I mean, you start... Uh, American television might have to just shut down. Wait. Nah, just joking. Okay, three headlines and a lie from the uh, email, uh, The Morning Brew. And uh, I'm going to give you the headlines. And you let me know if you can tell me which one is a lie, okay? (laughs) Headline number one, Malaysian shot putter stripped of Paralympic Paralympic gold after arriving three minutes late. Headline number two, a former Marine was pulled over for following a truck too closely Police took nearly $87,000 of his cash. Headline number three. Rural Minnesota family may be trapped as town declares their access road doesn't exist. Headline number four. Blueberry the size of a basketball wins first prize at the Oregon State Fair. Okay, there's your four headlines. Which one is the lie? Yes, you there in the back. I think that blueberry story is bullcrap, Jeff. You would be right. Congratulations. That's right. There was no blueberry the size of a basketball at the Oregon State Fair. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But uh, we did have the uh, rural. I thought I don't know if we were supposed to call them rurals anymore. The CDC told us we were supposed to call them something else now. But anyway, this family uh, trapped down because the town declared their access road uh, doesn't exist anymore. The former Marine who was pulled over. What a weird story that is. Because, yes, they did a little asset forfeiture from him because he's carrying 87000 in cash, which shouldn't have happened. And he getting his money back. But then inside the story, it talks about him getting pulled over for following a truck too close. And then he's trying to be nice to the police. And he's pulled over in an area that is usually some trafficking area for illegal immigrants. So they check on that stuff, and they ask if he has any any money on his car. He goes, "Yeah, I've got I got eighty seven thousand dollars in the back," and he shows it to him, and they take it, and they call the feds in, and he try, he's like he was going for a weekend, trying to maybe get a place to live closer to his kids and his ex wife, which seems kind of funny since inside the story it talks about him owing all this money to her for child support. So it makes it look like perhaps the cash was there to keep from her. Uh, then it talks about him not uh, 
He was behind on his taxes, which apparently then now is he's straight on. Um, it goes on to talk about how the police took the money and now they've given it back. I think at the end they've given it back. And it all started with a dog. Because he, after the dog sniffed the money, which, you know, apparently these drug-sniffing money dogs, uh, you know, once they drug-sniff money, they have to search the world to find it because the dog can't be wrong. So they detected something on the cash. Yeah, drugs are on every piece of cash money you have. But, you know, then he confessed that he had the money. But I believe now he's got the money back because they said oh yeah we'll get you we'll get you the money so i'm not sure if he's got it back yet or if we've just created the system to where he's supposed to get it back i think we've created the paperwork system where he's supposed to get it back but this is this happened several months ago and i don't know about you but eighty-seven thousand to me would mean a difference uh, in uh, maybe a meal or two. So, uh, you know, it'd be nice to get your money back. And uh, just to take it from this guy because he's got cash in the car is agonizing. Then we have the Malaysian shot putter, the Paralympic, who apparently they say showed up three minutes late and they took his gold medal from him. Now, a couple things with this story. You would think that perhaps if you were a an Olympic athlete who was in the Paralympics, you're going to get a little bit of a break, right? Maybe you show, maybe, I don't know, maybe you had to, I mean, there's so many jokes, I don't even want to do them. That's how many jokes there are. I don't even want to do them. Why this Paralympian would be late, but... Uh, there are ways, there are things that could happen to you if you're, can we call them handicapped? No. If these athletes are late. Okay. But apparently, uh, that's it. You're late. You're not getting your gold medal. Have a nice day. The world para athletics, which governs track and field for the para sports, said, hey, the referee determined that uh, there was no justifiable reason for the athlete's failure to report on time. So your appeal's turned down. Good luck. God bless. Have a nice day. So you're not getting your gold medal. Get out. I will say, I I think I just told this story not long ago, right, when we were talking about the Olympics. I remember when my oldest son was shot-putting in the state of Florida. And he had the guy training him. The guy was like, "We're gonna get you. The, you can. You should, we'll get you to the Olympics, man. We got to be a shopper." And he was. And Elvis was really good. And he was. And he was at the in the state finals of uh, track and field in the discus and the shot put throws. And we went down to the state finals where they were having their competition. And these referees, man, those bastards. So Elvis is right there, right there. Waiting for them to call his name, and they they never called his name. And then they said, "Oh yeah, uh, no, you never showed up for your event, so you're disqualified." And he's like, oh, "But I was, I'm sitting right here. I was right there." Now we called your name. You didn't show up, so you're disqualified. So it's whatever. There's no recourse. 
It's just the guy was like, "No, you're done. Have a nice day. You don't you don't get to you don't get to compete anymore. All the stuff that you did before doesn't count, and it's because uh, you didn't show up when we called your name." I know, but I was right there, uh, sitting right there. You couldn't have called my name, otherwise I would have stood up and said, hey, I'm here. Let me throw the shot again. No, sorry, have a nice day. So that put an end to the track and field for Elvis Fisher right there. He'd had enough of the track and field people right there. So on to football. He did okay. All right, whatever. Got hurt. All right, so today, uh, the 3rd of September, 2021, if you're listening live, I'm going, I will get my uh, second shot today of the Moderna vaccine. I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little hesitant. I don't, don't look at me like that. I know, I know, but, uh, you know, just, uh, everybody I talked to, oh, the second one knocked me on my butt. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be knocked on my butt. I don't want to, I want to just get the shot and move on. Cause that's the way the first one was. Just get the shot and, and it's over. Okay. That's what I want. So we'll see. I see that the CDC now has a new study. That's the thing. We get new studies every single day that dismiss the study that was just done the day before. But this study finds that over 80% of U.S. adults have some immunity to COVID. Prior infections offer similar protection as the vaccine. Wait. Yeah, if you've had COVID, you have some protection. And it's similar to the vaccine. Well, we know that. We know that. And they're already saying that, which we talked about before, that the stronger case of COVID that you had means you have a stronger uh, immunity. Okay, I'll give you that. But if I freaking hear, I am so sick of the ivermectin argument, I cannot freaking take it. I can't. I just can't. I can't take it. It's agonizing. It is not. I know that you're not a horse. You're not a cow. I got it. Although I will say, uh, the Babylon Bee, which, you know, makes fun of everybody, I am, uh, you know, which I appreciate very much. Nothing sacred. And they did have... They did show uh, Joe Rogan's face on a horse saying Rogan comes back to win the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) That's really funny. But it's not true. He's not a horse, okay? No. He didn't win the Derby. In fact, he didn't run in the Derby because he's not a horse. Oh, why did he take the ivermectin then? I mean, I see everybody's writing their their op-eds. Ivermectin, not a miracle cure. No one said it was a miracle cure. What we're saying is, is that it 
once you contract COVID-19, then it will help you get over it faster and ease whatever pain you have from the virus, along with a few other medical enhancements. Yeah, I mean, that's what I like to call the, you know, prednisone, the Z-Packs, the Zincs, and the vitamin Ds, and the ivermectins or the hydroxychloroquine. You know, I realize that, uh, you know, that stuff is pretty cheap to make and been on the market for quite some time. <laughs> and uh, it's not uh, it's not going to make uh, Pfizer or Moderna a whole bunch more money uh, like their new vaccines and their new pill-formed vaccines. But it still will work and help people to survive. There's no documented studied proof. Yeah, I know. But there are plenty of doctors out that are doing their own protocols and having a pretty good success rate on what those protocols are. So I know that uh, Walensky's busy with uh, you know name calling and guns uh, at the CDC. Maybe she should you know I don't know. Let's close those files up. Get back to that whole disease control thing you're supposed to be doing. Maybe we look into that. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What What's her name? Uh, Walensky, but what's her first name? Like, is it Karen? Is it Robin? It's not Robin Walensky. Robin Walensky is the she used to work here. She was the she's the news chick. That's not. It's Doug Walensky. That's what it is. Yes, Doug. No, seriously. What's her name? Rochelle. Yes, that's it's not Robin. Although I think it's Robin a lot too. I'm with you on that. That's Rochelle. That's right. It's not Robin Walensky. How dare you? She'd be pissed right now. Robin Walensky? She'd be pissed. You thinking that Rochelle Walensky is her? You've seen one Walensky. You've seen them all. I mean, you can barely tell the difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And you see, and everybody's making a big deal about this professor that uh, resigned mid-class because students weren't wearing a mask or one student wasn't wearing a mask. Good. Why are you so mad? Have a nice day. He made his choice. Have an 80-year-old professor. He's been a professor forever. Decided to resign because a student wasn't wearing a mask. Bye. Have a nice day. Take care. See you later, professor. I don't I don't know why that was such a big deal. I mean, it's because he quit and people weren't wearing a mask and there's the mask mandate. He was scared. Okay, so if you say to someone, wear that mask or I'm going to leave, and that someone says, F you, I'm not putting the mask on, leave. That's the deal. That's the argument of having a choice, not the mandates. I just, I I really, I don't understand. And by the way, for those of you that are thinking to yourself, I'm just going to use a fake COVID-19 vaccination card. Um, That's a good idea, and I don't blame you. That's fine. And right now, I could do that myself. I have a card that shows that I've taken one shot, and uh, I could just write in there that I took the second shot and move on with my life and say, this is my card. Just don't call the pharmacy or call any of the doctors or anything because they don't have any record of it but it says so right here on the card but i would make sure that you spell everything properly because i'm guessing the people and maybe maybe not in today's world 
I'm guessing the people that are signing your vaccination cards are going to spell, you know, like, let's say, Moderna correctly. There was a lady uh, traveling to Hawaii from Illinois that had her, uh, and they're Hawaii, man. They will shoot you dead. She's lucky to be alive. I mean, they will they will shoot you dead. That one guy, they sent back to the States, the continental U.S., and then he came back to Hawaii to go to jail. Uh, they don't mess around, man. Hawaii, you don't want to mess around. They might as well shut that state down, man. It's over. But this lady uh, apparently spelled Moderna wrong on her vaccination card. So uh, she was trying to get by the traveler quarantine in Hawaii with her vaccination card. And the airport screeners were like, hey, uh, what's going on here? It looks like, psst, come here. It looks like Moderna spelled wrong on here. What should we do? Should we shoot her dead? Or should we just make her, I don't know, turn around? I just turn around. We don't want to shoot her dead. No, go ahead. And she can go ahead and just, you know, be part of the quarantine program and we won't kill her. But, but I really, I think has she, yes, they ended up arresting her for the fake vaccination cards. I mean, I guess that's fraud now to have the fake vax card. So I don't know what they could do to you though. Right. I mean, you just. I said I had the vaccination to, and just, you know what? Shoot them. Be done with them. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're, that's what we're going to start after this long Labor Day holiday weekend. We've got the Delta variant. We've got the Mu variant. And we're going to have the shoot you dead variant very soon. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.